0: Full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selves. I'd hate
1: to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manager a team.
0: Y'all
2: getting paid millions to act
0: like The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Hey, what's going on? Derek France and Aj Salveson. We're uh, a little more mellow today. Hopefully you had the weekend to let it settle, but uh definitely a disappointing Game six for Utah Jazz and Jazz fans everywhere, certainly for the Jazz organization. A lot of people wondering what went wrong, where do they go from here? Um, So certainly a lot of things we can get through and will take a while to still (laughs) digest and look at uh, different proposals and options that may be out there for the Jazz and where where they go from here. Uh, We also now know with the conference finals, who's going where or who's involved. The Final Four is now set for the NBA. we about the matchups, the lineups. There were some exciting games over the weekend. Sadly, it did not involve the Jazz advancing. But we'll get into all of that. Um, significant rulings and decisions coming down about name, image, and likeness and about paying athletes, giving them compensation for what they do. A significant ruling in the uh, Supreme Court today. Uh, we can touch on that. And today is his first day for Major League Baseball to start cracking down on sticky substances. How's that going so far? We'll, uh, we'll take a look at what's happening so far in some of these games. So if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you. Get your reactions to what happened over the weekend. Text us on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Let us know your thoughts about what happened to the Utah Jazz and where do you think they go from here. Um, and just your general reactions to what happened over the weekend. And now now that the uh, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals are set, who should be the favorites to face each other in the NBA Finals? Uh, Ajay, um, let's start with the Utah Jazz and what happened on Friday night. Looked like things were cooking for the Jazz. Great third quarter. Donovan hits that three from the logo. Jazz are up by 25. And then everything falls apart after that.
3: Well, you uh, you need to open up our text line. Um, this is a therapy session. I can't tell you it's a safe place right now. But 435-339-0321 for our Gill Mortgage text line. Again, 435-339-0321. Text into our uh, Gill Mortgage text line. Let it out. I, are you still angry or are you over it? Like, have you moved on and got over it or are you still just bitter and sad and upset uh 9463 eric has begged you begged you and yet you still brought it up <laughs> please 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 don't talk about the jazz i'm still trying to recover from the slaughtering on friday literally the clippers had the best offensive second half in nba playoff history don't make me cry please eric 1570 uh has a couple thoughts to share with us the jazz it's outcome phenomenal. Yes. Wasn't really surprising given the injuries and the way they've been playing though in the playoffs. This is a two part text. Oh boy. First thing that needs to change is Quinn needs to be more flexible and willing to try different things. I understand that you rely on the strategy that you got there, but that strategy was not working for an entire game. Tyloo tried so many different lineups and strategies for the first two games that he hit on some things that worked and completely outcoached Quinn in the final four games. Quinn will be on the hot seat next year if things don't change. And then he says, second thing is, Mitchell is the only untouchable player right now. Everybody else is tradable. Now, I'm not saying trade everybody, but at least shop around and hear offers. I'm optimistic with the new ownership that the Jazz will be more aggressive and more willing to shake things up. Gobert was a liability on defense, and now that the other teams have seen a way to take Gobert out of the equation, they will exploit that a lot more. I'm not saying trade Gobert, but I think they should at least listen to offers. Don't sign Niang back. I think it's time for Joe to retire. Don't sign Conley. Unless it's for super cheap and pamper Mitchell and make sure he's always happy, that's a loaded text. We're gonna get into that in just actually probably in the next hour. Or so it's it's gonna take a while to kind of fetal thrill that all. Uh, Eric, you're right. To to you know the Jazz started off so great, up by 25 to begin the second half, or I guess early in the second half, and then as 9463 said it, and I almost dearly agree with him one of the greatest second-half performances I've ever seen from an offensive team like that. I mean, like anything they threw up, it was going in. It was just nuts. Like, Baitum had a contested three on the right side of the wing, and uh, it was late in the shot clock, and he still hit it. And I think at that point, I was like, huh, this is going to go south really, really quickly. Eric, and and I don't know... And I hope a lot of people are going to just... The, I mean, they're going to go after Gobert, and they're going to attack Gobert for it all, but I don't think he's the primary... Victim or the primary suspect. I think Quinn Snyder made no, just made no adjustments. Did a horrible job of of thinking outside the box. Did a horrible job on rotation. Um, I think there's Quinn Snyder to blame. I think Joe Ingles wasn't great. George yang was bad again. Um, I just that second half. There's a lot more people to blame, and people are going to go after Gobert, and I guess rightfully so. I mean, there is some things that you, you saw, like the whole
1: thing of him not being able to guard on perimeter. You saw that. You saw that to a T. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I think that uh, the, the uh, criticism that's being directed towards Gobert needs to slow down. I'm not saying it needs to come to a full stop because he bears some blame. But I, I think that, one, he took a really hard fall early in the game on his back hip. I don't think he was nearly as mobile as he could have been. Not saying that's an excuse, but that's a reality. He fell and he I don't think he was as mobile as he could have been. But the bigger issue is that Quinn Snyder failed to make that adjustment defensively time and time and time again. I mean he it killed him in two straight games in Los Angeles. They still didn't make the adjustment for game five in Utah. Then they didn't make the adjustment. He still failed to make the adjustment in a critical game six. So I have a hard time giving a lot of criticism to Gobert. The game plan was very simple for Ty Lue and his Clippers. Attack the middle because Gobert is a natural rim protector, shot blocker, and then kick it out. Someone's going to squeak out, squirt out onto either side of the wings, and they will be open every single time because the Jazz would not make their rotational adjustments. And then Rudy's having to run out there and he's got way too much ground to cover. It's not so about. It's the- not his fault. Yeah, it's not. But it Part is. It's just the defensive no. communication and the lack of adjustments from Quinn Snyder. We saw the same thing happen time and time and time again. So uh, look, Rudy, should he have done a little bit of a job of staying out on the perimeter? Maybe, but look, he's trying to cover a lot of ground, and he's not getting a lot of help.
3: Yeah, to a point, I agree. But at the same time, like, if you're guarding the corner, go contest a shot. Terrence Mann's taking wide open threes with a seven footer in front of him.
1: Yeah, way too many of those shots in the second half were practice shots.
3: It's space. It's just if you're seven foot one and you're Gobert, stick an arm up. All you have to do is stick an arm up, try to contest that shot. But he's not even contesting, like, he's not even closing out. It's a warm-up jump shot for those guys. And they're in the corner every single time and again just no adjustment from Quinn. That was mind-boggling. Just absolutely crazy. 5308. The thing with the Clippers going after Gobert is that they had personnel to do it. And most other teams don't have that kind of firepower we saw with the Clippers. Well, guess here's your problem. First play Of the Western Conference Finals. A jump shot goes in the air for the Suns. DeAndre Ayton, and and the Clippers are playing small ball. DeAndre Ayton boxes out, gets a rebound, throws it down. Take note no pun intended,
1: but take note there, Utah Jazz. Well, it was a different lineup that the Clippers employed. Uh, they were using Cousins. They used Zubots. And we didn't even see Zubots in games. Yeah, but, but it's still a small
3: ball lineup. Go box out. You're seven foot, whatever. Go box out. Get a rebound, throw it down. On the defensive side, just go contest the shot. Again, I'm putting it more on the coach than I am Gobert. But if Gobert's locked into the corner and there's no rotation, just go contest the shot. Quit letting him take a warm up three pointer
1: no I, I agree, and I think that um after watching friday night i look, I had been looking forward to the day when Mike Connolly would be there, when the full s- staff would be there, <laughs> granted, yes, they weren't at a hundred percent, but look, neither were the clippers, yeah, yeah, but I'm, how I'm not they would be, with this how would they have their rotations and it would fix their <clears> depth <throat> and different units I, I was really looking forward to that, yeah. And I was super excited. I mean, gosh, you heard me on Friday. Yeah. But I will, I will fully admit that Coach Quinn Snyder got outcoached. Not just in Game 6, but in this series. Yeah, I'd say so. But especially in Game 6. Yeah. He, got he
3: just looked lost. And that, what's crazy is he had Conley Mitchell out there. And, and Conley said after the game that he couldn't move. Donovan Mitchell said he was... Pretty much locked in on one foot, and that was it. But, and we can use whatever of those injury excuses we can, but.
1: well the, the Jazz Clippers had beat the Jazz without Kawhi Leonard twice. You allowed 81 points in the second half. You allowed two 40 plus point quarters. God, that's
3: crazy, man. That's ridiculous. so bad. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, listening to Colin Coward and, and, um, What's this bucket? Damn, Patrick. Um, I even listened to late, uh, late night Jason Smith, uh, the night of the game, which was a bad idea because Jason just roasted Rudy. I mean, killed Rudy that night. Here on, the, I was listening on the station, and I was just, uh, and Jason Smith was the late night show, and it was just throwing Rudy underneath a bus, watching him get run over three times, and then reversing it back again and again and again, and again. Like I, I get it. I mean, I understand your. Like Gobert was a absolute liability on the, on that side of the court, which is crazy to say on the defensive side of the court, but I'm still looking at Quinn. and I'm thinking, what in the heck are you doing, man? Do something, make some of like, look at the clipboard, draw exactly what is going on on the court, draw it on your clipboard and say, okay, how do I fix this? Instead he would go back and he'd say, Hey, got to rotate quicker. Got to move the ball. Got to take better shots. Like, nothing of, hey, let's get Gobert off the court, give me someone smaller on the court, and let's see if they can get out there quicker and make man go to the hoop. Make man have to go into the lane, into the restricted area, and shoot a tough floater, layup, something. Get him out.
1: Yeah, the the Jazz game plan, from what I could gather online and just following the comments before game six, was to let Terrence Mann beat them. Oh, man. He did. Nobody saw that coming. Let's be honest. Nobody saw 39 points from the second-year guy in the Florida State. And that's
3: what makes it even more frustrating. Like, if it's Paul George who puts 50 on me, you know what? Dude,
1: round of applause, great job.
3: You came out and you played well. For it to be Terrence Mann, who scored a whopping four points last night in Game 1 against the Suns, and he missed a lot of contested shots... I just, I nearly broke
1: my remote, Eric. Well, just that you're not making an adjustment to, to try oh, to cool none. off a guy that's none. on fire.
3: None. 1570, don't apologize for the novel. You are allowed to vent. That's what we're here for. Eric and I are going to try and walk you through everything going on. Okay? We, 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 like, we understand people are upset. Well, I don't know if you're still upset. You might have gotten over it now. I mean, after, we'll get into the, what happened in the rest of the playoffs, playoffs which was just bonkers. Uh, but no, I mean, we're here for you. This is, this is what it's about. That's why we have a show. Uh, Eric, the other thing that, you know, uh, bogey was really good in the first half again and then quiet in the second half again. I just, dude, what changed, man? Tell me what changed from the jazz being up 25 early third to being up three going into the fourth, Eric in 12 minutes. No, excuse me. In nine minutes, they cut a 25-point lead to three. Now, after the third quarter, did you still think the Jazz were going to
1: win that game? No. Me neither. Nope, Me me neither. I I was over. All the momentum was on their side, and it was clear the Jazz couldn't do anything to stop what they were doing.
3: No. Nor was Quinn making any adjustments, as we said before a million times, nor Quinn was making any adjustments to do so.
1: And... Like, Jordan Clarkson was straight fire in the oh second my quarter. Oh, my gosh. But we didn't see him late. Like, when they were desperate for points, he was sitting on the bench. I I, I don't know why Jordan Clarkson's not out there for an offensive option Yeah, when I, you're down.
3: So, someone, will you explain that to me? I, can you have an explanation for that? I wish I could.
1: It I don't know no why he's sense, not out man.
3: there. No sense at all. Uh, 9463. For someone who is obsessed with analytics, talking about Coach Snyder... I just don't get how they don't adjust to them hitting 65% of their corner threes for four straight games. Oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Even if they take Gobert out and they're hitting 60% of their shots at the rim, wouldn't you take the two points instead of the three points? Nine you are spot on, buddy. You should. Absolutely spot on. Great text.
1: Great text. Their percentage beyond the arc, especially in the in the corner, was just, just otherworldly. I mean, but they, they were always wide open. That's that's, that's, the, that's
3: the crappiest thing in the world is that they were, oh, 8410. Uh, if coaching was so easy, I think a lot more people would want to do it. I'm surprised you make so much money at the radio that you wouldn't want to go coach. <laughs> uh, I coached high school baseball for a year, and you don't make a lot of money doing that. So I moved to radio. No, but look, you're right, all right? We're not coaches. But Quinn Snyder is an NBA head coach. He's been considered one of the smartest coaches in the NBA by some very prestigious NBA coaches. And if you can't figure how to guard a corner point or a three-point corner shot, if you can't figure out how to rotate people to make sure that Gobert isn't locked on to Terrence Man Island. Well, then,
1: then, then, then we got issues. Because it's not just what happened in one game or even in one quarter. It's like this is what happened for four straight games yeah. in the series. And he is the coach on the number one overall team in the NBA with very high expectations. So he's open to the criticism. As he should be.
3: Yep. Eric, I uh huh. still feeling him uh, finishing off my heart uh, stuff from Friday night. Uh, Your diet beverage. Shut up, Eric. Just shut it. But up. is it cold? You, it is. Okay, good. Do you have any other riveting questions about my soda that I'm drinking today? Is it flat? Or still has it fizz? I put it in the fridge as fizz. All right, Eric. Jazz lose. Second round. Four straight games. I need to ask our listeners. I need to ask you, 435 435-330, Wait, four three five three three nine zero three two one. text in. Is this the most disappointing season as a Jazz fan you've been a part of? Because for me, it is. Yeah, for me, it is. We didn't even make it to the Suns. And I know I had said that we beat the Suns in six. But man, after watching the Suns yesterday, I don't even know if we beat them in six. I don't even know if we get them in five. Um is this the most
1: disappointing season for you Eric? Uh no, not even close. What? Most disappointing season for me were those uh Ty Corbin years. Those are those were bad basketball teams for the Utah Jazz. And even the first year under Quinn. Um was it the first 2 years under Quinn when they Fell short of ma- even making the playoffs. Eric,
3: that can't be disappointing to you. It is disappointing. There's, th- It's not. When Quinn's taken over for Tyrone Corbin, who had not only left the cupboards bare, but the roster was full of skeletons, including, well, I mean, Gordon Hayward had a long ways to go. Like, you expect there has to be a rebuilding process. There has to be. Uh, Don Webb just texted in. He, he texted me and he says... Has analytics ever won a professional championship? Yeah. Boston Red Sox. 2004. Moneyball? That guy, or they took that analytic of baseball, swapped it over to the Red Sox, and they won a championship. And then won another one four years later with that same style.
1: Right. Well, what they did is they blended analytics with broad, really good talent. And that's what got And them. it worked. And it worked.
3: It worked. 1570, Eric, text in. It seems like Quinn has a set of rotations, and he wouldn't change them, even in an elimination game. Why would you not throw everything you can at the Clippers? Great question.
1: It's a fair question. Oh. Uh, I think that's a Mike Budenholzer Achilles' heel, and he is a disciple of Mike Budenholzer. Well, guess what? Mike Budenholzer is hanging out in the NBA uh, Eastern Conference Finals. But I think the the difference here is that Quinn didn't have many options, I and mean, we discussed. He it. had options. He's going to throw. Twelve minutes out there for he had Brantley. options.
3: Yeah, he's going to ask
1: Juan Morgan to go
3: out there and play eight minutes. Yeah, do it. They asked Terrence Mann to play how many minutes, and he had thirty-nine points.
1: If they'd been, they had used him during the regular season. Okay, they so used him during the Dallas series very effectively. Okay,
3: so then there's the there's the issue when we're up twenty-four points with four minutes, two minutes left in the game. Why isn't our bench guys Juan Morgan, Brantley, Oni, Matt Thomas, Oni? Why aren't those guys getting minutes? Ilya Silva. why didn't he play? We wasted signing, and this is on Dennis Lindsay, by the way. Why are we signing guys that play a combined 10 minutes for the entire rest of the way when they are on the Jazz team? What, what are we doing with them? Why are you wasting money? Valuable money that we could be saving up for somebody else. But you want to go spend on a shooter that that plays eight minutes at most in the in the season the rest of the way. Uh six eight nine one. When you're a jazz for uh jazz fan, aren't most seasons disappointing? Yeah, that's that's true. Five four six five. It was not the most disappointing season because not many jazz fans actually believed they would make it to the finals. I man. Uh I think there were quite a few who uh, did. Now I said clippers in six, and Eric, of course, I was right. But uh Man, I had that hope that they'd get to the Western Conference Finals after being up two games to none. 1570, yes, it's disappointing. This was a perfect year for the Jazz to get a title. The Lakers are out. Nets are out. Sixers are out. If the Jazz could beat the Clippers, they would have played the Suns, probably the Bucks. If you told me the first of the year, the Jazz would have to play the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, the Bucks and the NBA Finals. Give me that all day.
1: Well, I agree with that. That it was this year is as wide open as it's been in decades. Yeah,
3: dude, how pissed is the NBA right now?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of a mixed bag. On one hand, there are no like established traditional stars, but on the other hand, I think they're trying to get excitement for some new faces. This is an opportunity for Great. new, yep. new people to shine. Trey Young, Devin Booker, Trey Young is definitely taking. Uh, NBA It's great to see dorm.
3: Chris Middleton. He's worked his butt off with the Bucks. To see Boone Holder have success or Milwaukee's really cool. Um, Don just texted and he says, do we win with Jay Crowder? No.
1: Uh, no. Uh, he helps because he brings that toughness and tenacity on the That wasn't the perimeter.
3: problem. That wasn't the problem, though. The problem was we couldn't guard the corner three. Well... <laughs> The problem was Terrence Mann. The problem was we couldn't score consistently on the other side of the
1: uh, of the court in the second half. Well, the problem is that the Jazz could not go small. Yeah. They did not have a small ball option. I mean, going small means Derek Favors is in your post, and that's really not that small. Because he's not a quick perimeter defender either.
3: Leon Rose text in, 9315. How do you go from being the best defensive team in the league years past, but Quinn doesn't know how to set up the defense this year's playoffs, and where do the Jazz go from here to make sure that we can at least make the conference finals next year? I think if the Jazz had their star players healthy, we, we could have done better. So how do you keep them healthy in the playoffs? Look, health is all about luck. Honestly. Donovan little, Mitchell was fine. Bit. Donovan Mitchell was fine until he landed on someone's foot in like a sweep the leg move to pass the ball. Come on, well, man.
1: That's true. In injuries like that, yes. But like your your lack of training in the off season, a compressed season, if you, like the Lakers, they were out because they had injury problems. They were just spent. They had a long yeah. year last year, very short off season.
3: But again, injuries was a part of their issue. I mean, AD couldn't stay healthy. LeBron got hurt again. Uh, Kuzma was off for a little bit. They couldn't stay healthy. 9315. Nope, just kidding. 6789, uh, Eric. No one could stay in front of their man, so Rudy had to help and leave his man in the corner. Rudy not being able to guard the perimeter uh, was a secondary problem, in my opinion. True, injuries was our first problem. Uh, one five seven zero. What do you think about signing Montrez Harrell? Bring toughness and energy off the bench. If he can play a smaller five, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Hey, and I'm so sick and tired, Eric, of hearing from certain people. Oh, hey, if we had this guy or if they were able to get this guy, that'd be the key piece. Oh, if they had this guy, that'd be the key piece. They said the same thing last year when we had Mike Colling. They said the same thing last year the year before that. When they got Bogey. like It is the same year with some of these specific people that, oh, if we were to get this guy, if the Jazz are able to get this guy, man, boy, it would really help them. Boy, they could be a finals contender. No, you said the same thing about Conley
1: and Bogey. Stop it. Well, having Conley and Bogey helped the Jazz become the number one seed, number one team overall, and had the best record.
3: That's great, but But, that's it.
1: But health and lack of depth really hurt the Jazz not having other options when you do have some of your stars get hurt. They didn't have any young studs like stepping up. Now, is that Quinn's fault because he didn't give them opportunities? I don't, Jazz had a lot of blowout games, got these guys opportunities to play, but they're not playing meaningful minutes with other like normal cast of characters. Mie Oni, the only guy that kind of fits that description. Juwan Morgan, forced to play a pretty significant role a year ago, especially in the playoffs, never saw the court this year. Yeah. I don't get it. Makes no sense to me at all. Uh, so, a couple things here. We need to call a timeout here in the full court press. But, uh, actually, when we come back? We'll look at who has expiring contracts yeah. for Utah Jazz. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because that will give you some sense of what the Jazz might do, either re-signing some of these guys. Uh, what To what level do they re-sign them? Do they let their contracts expire and shop for something similar on the open market? The first order of business actually is getting ready for the draft, which will come up um, next month. But uh, we'll, we'll go through that. What, what are the Jazz options? What do Where do they, we go from what's here? What's their roster even look like? And uh, take a look at that. Coming up next, here on the Full Court Press.
4: This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Imagine your wedding day elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you want small and simple or a little more, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner works personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. And you can rest assured the Riverwoods Conference Center is following every guideline from the CDC and Health Department. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 7 5-0-5-1-5-1. Career decisions after graduation are tough. If you're looking to help yourself or someone you know, then look into the Air National Guard. We have full time benefits, part time service, money for college, on the job training, resume boosting skills, unparalleled experiences, over 200 awesome career paths, and bases all over the nation with the freedom to choose where you serve. The Air National Guard is the smart choice for your career and your life. Take the first step to success at GoAng.com or call 1-800-T-O-G-O-A-N-G. Hello, I'm Daryl, the guy who
5: started Daryl's Appliance back in the 1970s. A lot has changed in 50 years, but not the great people of Cache Valley. We love our customers, and we thank you for keeping us in business.
2: Hello, I'm Daryl's son, Jeff. We have five factory-trained technicians, which means that we will have your appliances performing at their best. Our parts department has most of the parts that our techs need to repair your appliance on the first visit. Daryl's Appliance open till six weekdays and until five on Saturday. Saturdays.
0: The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM.
1: The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salvison here on the full court press. If you want to chime in on the guild mortgage text line, 435, 339, 0321. What went wrong with the Utah Jazz in the playoffs this year against the LA Clippers? Just uh Clippers had a deeper bench, more versatile. Were the Jazz coaching staff just outcoached? Do we need to give more consideration to the the injuries that happened? Um, well, just your thoughts about what happened, what went wrong. I know it's a Monday. We don't normally <laughs> Reserve the what went wrong stuff for uh, Wednesday oh but. let's get it on today baby let's get it on
3: uh, we got we got a bunch of text uh, that we need to to hit through and and, and you the question now becomes where do you go from here right and I wish I would have took some of the audio from our media locker clean out or the Utah Jazz media locker cleanout day because there were some interesting things said. Mike Conley, who about a month and a half ago was like, "Yeah, this is our, you know, this is my team. I, I love being here. This is where I want to be." To, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Grateful to have played with the guys. It was a great opportunity, and I appreciated it.
1: And I want to win a championship.
3: I want to go win a championship. L.A. Lakers. What's she up to these days? Hit me up. Uh, let's see here. One five seven zero. Do you think Quinn will be on the hot seat next year if the Jazz don't make a better playoff run next year? Yes. Yes. There's questions, and they want answers. And the only answers you can get them is by winning on the court. Being the number one seed and losing
1: in the second round is a backward step. Six, seven, eight, nine. Number one injuries. Number two bad D by everyone not named Rudy. Number three, bad perimeter D by Rudy. <laughs> I agree. AJ Quinn was on a sinking ship. I wish he had, had at least tried some minutes without Rudy or Faves. Couldn't have hurt. Throw Mie and Juwan out yeah, there and hope. I, see, that's
3: what I think. What well, I mean, what's going to happen? Either you're going to get a three from man, or you're going to get dunked on from somebody else. But you're, you're, I mean, you're still giving up a bucket. But at least try. At least pretend like you know what you're doing out there on, as a head coach.
1: I agree. Chase him off the three-point line. At least Ch- it slows down the, yeah. the just, points. I mean, just try to adjust. Try. <laughs> uh. 9315, I would bet there's a certain host on the full-court press that would like one player on the Jazz team traded. Uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll make it like three now. One for sure. Two others need to go. Uh, we'll get to the uh, the roster situation here in just a second, but I want to continue to go through these texts. Uh, 1570, do you think Quinn will be on the hot seat? Oh, I think you said that. Yes, I did. Uh, 2305, let us know who you guys don't want back for next year.
0: Mm.
1: We're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. Yep. 6891, what went wrong is that I said they would win in five. I guess I jinxed them. You know what? You're welcome, Jazz fans. You're welcome, Eric. What did I tell you?
3: If you just would have listened. Should I start calling you LeBron? Call me, yeah. Call Colin Cowherd. You might hate him, but he was right. Eric, do you remember? Two games to nothing. Do you remember what Colin said? I'm not worried. Clippers still in six. I might not be the biggest fan of him. You might be his twin. And the rest of our wonderful listeners might not, uh, or they actually do despise him.
1: He was right. Clippers in six. 1570. It's ironic that the Jazz lived by the three and actually died by the three. Defensively, they just couldn't stop it. No. And they couldn't miss either. Dude, they
3: were... I mean, they were making everything. It sucked. That sucked so bad to watch. What a horror movie that was. Honestly, I was just... (laughs) Everything they threw up just wouldn't miss. All of a sudden, they go from, you know, they're up three, and all of a sudden, they're down nine, and you're like, this
1: thing is over. We're out. We're we're done. They had all the momentum. They're just hitting practice shots wide open, in rhythm.
3: No chasing them, forcing them to make an adjustment. Ball movement
1: was great. Ball movement
3: was awesome from the Clippers. Give them a huge amount of credit. For moving the ball, not letting it stick, not playing ice ball, Paul George included. Give him credit. Yes. I thought he was really great.
1: I think he actually blossomed being the number one option, not having Kawhi Leonard out there. Uh, Looking at the Utah Jazz roster, uh, first looking at who has expiring contracts. Who will be free agents this summer? Uh, Mike Connolly, numero uno. I mean, he's making $34 million, $34.5 $34. million, and he becomes an unrestricted free agent.
3: Okay, Eric, we and listeners, we need to talk about Mike Connolly. I want to know from our listeners, Eric, and then I want to ask you two the same question, but I want to know from our listeners as well. 435 339 0321. Do you want Mike Connolly back? I'm going to get real with you. He's going to cost a lot of money, and he's going to have a lot of suitors. Believe it or not, as an unrestricted free agent, there is going to be a lot of people coming after him. You could do a sign-and-trade, or you'll lose him, or you or you sign him. Those are your three options. Sign-and-trade, lose him for nothing, or sign him. To our listeners, do you want Mike Conley back? Yes or no?
1: Eric? What do you say? Can I say it depends on what? On what they were able to get him at? If if there, if he's are you
3: asking for a discount?
1: If he's willing to sign for twenty million dollars, that's not happening. Then I'd say yeah, absolutely. He was. He's one of the best plus minus guys in the NBA, and does so many significant things for that Utah Jazz offense, and is sneakily pretty good defensively. I'd love to have him stick around, but if he's gonna say he's gonna d- demand thirty million dollars on the open market, no, I wouldn't pay it. Uh two six zero three, let's
3: move on from Connolly. We I, I, I don't know if you're asking like verbally from us moving along because we can't because it's kind of a big deal. Uh or the jazz. Uh
1: eight seven nine eight, let him walk. Nine three one five, if Mike can stay healthy, then yes. Huh. Let he him also walk. says, sorry we doubted you, Ajay. Uh, it's not the first time. We should time. call this the "Pet Ajay on the back show.
3: Yes, absolutely. I love it. Uh, 8798 says, let him walk, huh? Yeah. So, okay. What would be a bigger hit to the Utah Jazz organization? Letting Gordon Hayward go or letting Mike Conley walk? You tell me. Gordon Hayward. I say Mike Conley. Dude, a point guard has been our numero uno asset. George Hill made the team better when he played. Ricky yeah. Rubio made the team better when he played. Mike Conley made the team better when he played. When those guys weren't on the court, the Jazz were a, a, a much uh, much more um, inefficient basketball team. Shooting-wise, ball movement-wise, offensive percentages-wise, Conley does so many things for you. But I'm with you. If we could get him for a discount, I'd do it. But we aren't going to get him for a discount because guess what? There is going to be several contending title teams dialing his agent's phone number, asking what he's asking for. 1570, sign and trade Conley, package with other players or picks, try to land a star. I'd be great with a sign and trade. We just got to get something back for him. That's the one thing that yes. scares me. If we lose him for nothing, that sucks
1: because we paid him bank. And there aren't a ton of great point guards out there in this free agent market.
3: No. Yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree with that. Hey, by the way, uh, who asked about the stat number? I can't remember who it was. Someone asked about stats. I can't remember who it was. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna. I got it for you. Um, I don't know who it was, and they asked about three point percentage, right, Eric? If I'm not mistaken, if that's correct, in the playoffs. Oh, where is it? For heaven's sake, the, the question. Yeah, what was the question? Was it three point percentage or field goal percentage? I, I don't remember seeing it. If you if you ask that, will you please ask it again? I can't remember who it was. Might have
1: been two, three. Oh, is five. it this one for someone who is obsessed with analytics?
3: No, it was it was much later. Than that. It was just a. Oh yeah, there it is. One five three four. There we go. Thank you. Uh, what was the Clippers three point percentage in this series versus the regular season? So we don't have this series in particular. In the postseason, the Clippers are shooting from 3.30, nope, 43%. In the regular season, Eric, the Clippers, and by the way, that's third best out of all the playoff teams. In the regular season, they shot 33%. No, sorry. Oh, they shot 40%. So that's what, yeah, that's kind of what you're looking at there. So it's about, I mean, it's a 2% differential, but man, if you could look up like the last four games versus their first three games
1: or whatever, two games. Yeah, but they were shooting like 65, 70% from three third quarter and it's good stretch at the fourth. Oh
3: my gosh. Just makes me want to throw up, dude.
1: Um, before I totally move past this, uh, I mentioned looking at the entire Utah Jazz roster. Yeah. So, Mike Connolly becomes an unrestricted free agent. The uh, Jazz do have bird rights. Oh, they do. Yes. A um, couple other players who have expiring contracts this year. George <laughs> Nyang has an expiring contract. Juwan Morgan has an expiring contract. So does Ersan Ilyasova, Shaquille Harrison, Gerald Brantley, and Trent Forrest. And then uh, Joe Ingles will be on the final year of his contract. So he could potentially be trade bait. Some teams like to take expiring contracts. But those who the Jazz like will have to look at, do we bring these guys back Mike Connolly, George Yang, Juan Morgan, Erzan Silva, Shaq Harrison, Gerald Brentley, and Trent Forrest. Uh,
3: 2305 says, it's not my money, but I wouldn't pay them that kind of money. 8798, we need a point guard that is dependable. Jazz need to quit finding point guards that are always injured or injury prone. I would agree. Uh,
1: Durability uh, th- is the new
3: currency in the NBA. 1534, Connolly runs the pick and roll with Rudy to perfection.
1: Don doesn't. Tough call. Ooh. Right. Some people are saying, look, let's just move past this whole point guard thing and just create have Donovan Mitchell become more of the point guard. That that's not his strength. No. It, it's he's better when he's attacking a defense and somebody else is setting things up. Uh six one three three. Sign Connolly and add some
3: picks to the trade to get Lillard. I actually don't think that's a horrible idea. Uh, Let's see, two six zero three. The we're gonna get to the bird's right bird rights uh, definition here in just a bit. But he says let Niang go as well. I, I, yeah, let
1: Niang go to the Cavaliers. Niang was making uh, almost one point eight million dollars, and we played him that much. That just so he was he's pretty
3: cheap. I'm gonna puke, Eric. Nine nine four eight, but. 994A says, create a package deal involving Conley and get James Harden. <laughs> uh, 1570. Uh, do, 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 do. Sign and trade Conley package with uh, players or picks. Try to land a star. Uh, or in keep Forrest, maybe Brantley, everyone else I think can go. I think that there are – okay, give me your untouchables, Eric. Really, I know we got to go to break, but give me your untouchables on the Jazz team.
1: Donovan. Donovan. Rudy. okay Those are your two untouchables. Okay. I'm with you. As long as, look, there's some guys that I like uh, that I think do well for what they're they're asked. But if you can get better by including that player, then I think you have to consider it. I think there are only two untouchables on the Jazz roster.
3: And then really quickly, in regards to the, what they call it the Larry Bird exception because Larry Bird created this in the contract. But what it means is it allows a team to exceed the salary cap to resign their own free agent at an amount up to the maximum salary. Now, again, that puts you within the luxury tap as well. But this means that a player can obtain the bird rights by playing under three one-year contracts and then a single contract of at least three years or any combination, like something similar to that. Now, if he's traded... He loses his bird rights so you, you those are gone out the door you immediately use you lose any sort of thing like that so you could play three one-year contracts but at any point in time after one of those one-year contracts, you can be a restricted free agent and go elsewhere I, and only only the best players have gotten those bird rights they are very ownerships and organizations are very very cautious who gets those rights
1: and how it's maintained. Because it gives a, a franchise the opportunity to to sign somebody at a higher rate mm-hmm. than anybody else on the open market, but without, but and they
3: can go into the luxury tap without being punished. That's right. yes. that is the very key note right there. Going into the luxury tax without being punished for doing so is for that on the right? for that, that players exactly contract. for that for those three one year contracts exactly.
1: Right. It's uh, something that the NBA is is created to give incentive for teams. And give them opportunity, especially for smaller market teams, to retain the players that they have developed Bingo. on their own or through other means they've been able to acquire these players, but to to keep players there rather than just turning it open. To and you said pre-for-all.
3: Mike is on Bird right, right? Yes. Yeah, that's not gonna. Yeah, it's done.
1: <laughs> he's he's gonna get what he wants somewhere. All right, another uh, timeout here in the full court press. Still, lots of time for you to weigh in. Uh, on uh, just where did the Jazz go from here, Um, what went wrong in the series with Utah, and then what do you make of the the Final Four in the NBA as it is now? Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals, they're now set. Uh, Pretty interesting weekend it was with some of these games, and uh, now we know who's going to be playing in the finals. We'll talk about that coming up next in the Full Court Press.
5: Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way.
4: Visit lesolsen.com to learn more. Bright green cars! That's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the bright green cars outside, and some even talk about the building. But the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars.
2: This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. This, it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Somebody that throws a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. Okay. Can you press charges? Felony charges? Sure. At least you're sending a message there. I mean, Trey Young, I wish he would have filed charges against the guy who spit on him. But you want to be protected. In the NBA, you're more exposed than any other sport. Dan
0: Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
3: And I, I I ask it because I, we as Jazz fans are in this really just miserable situation, right? I mean, number one team in the league. Can't finish it off against the Clippers and fall apart and so on and so forth. The 76ers, Eric, <laughs> I, they have no excuse to be sitting at home right now. None. Zero. Zilch. No excuse at all. I, against the Hawks, that series should have been over in five. Go
1: seven. Hawks win it. Goodbye, Sixers. The, the number one seed in both the East and the West is out. And it's, Both fan bases should be super upset that yeah. they're not in the conference finals. But the way that the Sixers lost for me just would be more infuriating because you have one of your stars that completely disappears in the fourth quarter of every single game. Yeah. All it would have taken for the Sixers to win in advance was to have Ben Simmons just do a little bit. Oh, you're just asking for a dunk? Just a little bit offensively. Make a couple of free throws? He made some good plays defensively. But I mean, but all you need to attack the rim and slam it home, and he can and do that. Can do he's that. very
3: capable of it,
1: dude. He is just put
3: in a couple of buckets. He's not that good. He had three field goals in all of series in the series.
1: You want to talk quarter. about
3: being exposed offensively? Ben Simmons got exposed horribly against the Atlanta Hawks, Eric. So, are we upset as Jazz fans? Yes,
1: but it could always be worse. You could be a Philadelphia fan. Oh, yeah,
3: and they, I mean, there is, they burnt jerseys last night, man. Look, there's a lot of
1: heat on Ben Simmons today. As there should be. Rightfully so, but I also think Doc Rivers needs to bear some of this. Like, this is not something that just happened for one game. This happened every game. Uh, He had to take him out during long stretches and could only bring him back out in the final two minutes. Because they were intentionally fouling him. And that messed with his head. Like, in, you're openly criticizing him. Instead of giving him confidence. Trying it's to unreal. give him help.
3: Hey, uh, we got a few texts we got to get through here. 8798 says, I think the most intriguing part of the Final Four is that Sam Merrill has a legitimate shot of being an NBA champion this year. Dude, he goes from winning a Mount West Conference Championship to now having it, being in the Eastern Conference Finals. Collecting a paycheck while watching Giannis Antetokounmpo Wreck people.
1: Yeah, some I saw somebody Friday night. Well, Sam Merrill's going deeper into the playoffs. Than Donovan Mitchell. Okay, has. there it is. Yeah, that's one. Not quite the same.
3: One five seven zero. Don. Speaking of untouchables, Eric Donovan is the only untouchable player. Rudy could bring a haul, but I would I wouldn't give him away. I, but I would definitely listen to offers. Ooh, I like that. Also, I have heard a lot of me saying the Sixers should trade Simmons. Jazz are good at progressing players. Maybe they could get Simmons to shoot better. They got favors to shoot threes a couple of years ago. I don't want. Yeah, but do they uh, ask favors to shoot threes now? Yeah. No. They learned that Because they've got
1: reliable stretch fours. Well, <laughs> I'd say that tongue-in-cheek. I guess. <laughs> Boyan and George Nyang are those stretch fours now. And they don't ask their favors to go out there and do that.
3: Eric, a question from you from 9948. He says, why is Rudy untouchable? He was one of the biggest flaws in the Jazz uh, this whole playoffs if you could package him and get a legit star like Kevin Durant I don't think Rudy should be considered untouchable with this day and age of NBA Rudy's contract is way too much to kill nil's is a hundred percent correct with his comments regarding Rudy Wow.
1: Hey,
3: Kevin Durant's not well, coming to Utah. Yeah, I want to make that very clear right now.
1: Yeah, don't lose any sleep over Trying to make that happen because it won't Why is Rudy untouchable? Um, it he is the Defensive Player of the Year, the third, third time in his career. He played at an elite level defensively for the regular season and through the first round of the NBA playoffs. Yes, he had a bad series against the Clippers, but that's not all on him. No. So no. is he untouchable? In my mind, yes, because Dude, he takes a lot a of pressure off a lot of, of the guys. Yeah. He's an amazing defensive guy. Uh, let's see, 6789, Simmons
3: has been so smug, so happy to see his face rubbed in it. I would actually agree with this. 5879, how does having D-Wade and Ryan Smith help us get better trades? Really interesting. Dennis Lindsay said the other day in the media locker clean out, when he was asked about the effect that Ryan Smith could have on the organization during an off season, he said, it's no secret and it's obvious that Ryan Smith being the owner now allows, or how do he say it, um will bring forth new direction based on his preferences. Think about that for a moment. His preferences. And and that's the dangerous thing about Ryan having, having a fan as an owner is because sometimes they want to get into business that they shouldn't be a part of. Ryan Smith is an owner. That's great. Let Je, uh, Dennis Lindsay, let Justin Zanuck do their job. Allow Dwayne Wade to help out. But Ryan Smith needs to eliminate the fan side of things and allow these men who have been doing this job for years to do their job, Eric.
1: Yeah, that can always be tricky if an owner tries to use a little too much influence on um, decision-making. It scares me. Right, just a a, a fan perception of a player. But those who are crunching the numbers and look at things and and realize uh, what the film is is really telling you uh, may suggest something different, but... Uh, yeah, this will be the first off season with Ryan Smith as an owner. In
3: fact, Dennis Lindsay said, quote, It's only natural that his preferences and inclinations will move us in new directions. End quote. Oh, uh, 1570, we're ready for Dane? Yes, please. I'll do it in a heartbeat without even thinking straight about it. 8003, full court press, untouchable. O j, thank you. See, you know, 8003, where have you been?
1: 17 days since I've heard from you. 17 days. Apparently collecting some kind of a royalty payment or something to... What are you
3: saying? What are you saying?
1: Did I pay my listeners? I also think Dwayne Wade and the ownership and what Utah Jazz as an organization have been doing with scholarships for underprivileged youth. Oh, awesome. I think those those send really positive waves out there that a lot of other guys in the NBA take notice of. Utah is going to become more of a destination location. I don't think it is. It's a great run organization. It's a team that's that's built for success. Oh, we gotta got to have this conversation. Got some really interesting stuff going on for him. So please have this conversation next hour. I think it'll be interesting. I beg of you. All right, we'll carry it on. Please continue to take your to. text as well.
2: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. John Rahm's dramatic U.S. Open victory completes one of the more up-and-down two-week periods we've seen in a long time. He was pulled from the Memorial with a substantial lead after testing positive for COVID. He got back for the U.S. Open and was running out of holes to capture the lead from Louis Eustazen. Then Rahm hit a 25-foot birdie putt on 17, 18-foot birdie on the final hole to take a one-shot lead oosthuizen faltered down the stretch and rom claimed his first major it was a strange tournament several of the world's top players were in contention before melting down on the back nine and some like bryson dechambeau in spectacular fashion but rom got stronger under pressure to win his first major he's just 26 and seems to be putting it all together It's been a rocky month for Rom, but now he's a champion. And you get the feeling he's going to be a big factor on the tour from here on out. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With their new epic drivers, Callaway is framing the future of speed using a jailbreak speed frame structure that connects the sole and the crown of the club. They've reduced the heads twisting and deforming at impact. This means more energy stays in the driver face and transfers to the ball. More energy to the ball means more ball speed. Jailbreak Speedframe is in the Forgiving Epic Max, the Epic Speed, and the Tour Preferred Epic Max LS. Explore Epic Drivers at CallawayGolf.com slash Epic. When Simply Save Home security founders Chad and Eleanor Lawrence designed their first security system in their kitchen, they did so for a very personal reason. Their friends Had just had their home broken into. Making people feel safe is what Simply Safe has been doing ever since that moment 15 years ago. With Simply Safe, there's always someone there who has your back. They keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com today, customize your system, and get a free security camera. Simply Safe.
0: Did you know you could do most of the rock, block, and
2: paper projects around your home yourself? It's true, and Castellite and Logan can help. Their friendly, knowledgeable staff will help you on those projects and more. Why go anywhere else? You can find everything you need for rock, block, and paver projects under one roof at very competitive prices, right here at Castalight in Logan. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go, online at castellite.com. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most, to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a
0: difference. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
4: What you need
1: to know. Makeup game being played right now in New York. The Mets leading the Braves by a score of four to nothing. This ball game's in the top of the sixth inning in that affair. Switching gears to what's going on today in the National Football League. NFL pass rusher Frank Clark, the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best defensive players in all the land,
0: was actually arrested just yesterday after cops say he had an Uzi in his Lamborghini SUV. TMZ Sports is the first to report on this. It was a routine traffic stop
1: just yesterday. Last night in Los Angeles when the cops saw an open duffel bag inside of his car. Switching gears to what's going on in the NBA, nothing on the docket tonight. However, Clippers head coach Ty Luce says Kawhi Leonard will not be available tomorrow for game number two because of his ACL injury. And Marcus Morris's questionable status leaves the Clippers in jeopardy for having enough guys right now that they can get on the court, at least
0: in terms of health. I'm David Cascon full court press there is no stopping this team the eggies the jazz the high schools if it's the sport you care about we're talking about it Merrill for the lead he's got it it's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason I'd hate
3: to see how you balance your checkbook I'm telling you I'd hate to see you general of a team
0: y'all getting
2: paid millions to act
0: like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Eric Frantz and A.J. Salveson here on the Full Court Press. It's a Monday. Eric, are you... Monday's always... They're usually not the best day of the week. And (laughs) having a Monday after a Jazz... Playoff loss where they're totally out of the, the playoffs. Ends overall, the season. Especially in light of just how wide open things are in the NBA this year. Yeah. It just, oh. Did you? Makes me sick.
3: I, I, I had to watch the Clippers Suns game because I just, I had to know what it was going to look like. But I just kept watching it and I wasn't really paying attention to the game because I kept just thinking, what if, what if, what if, what if? Game seven, 130, ABC, Utah hosting the Clippers. And now you got like Morris, who's questionable. Kawhi's out. I, I mean, Zubak will probably have sixty points knowing the Clippers. Someone's going to show up and play well. No, it'll be and uh, Rondo will have like oh, twenty assists. Dude. Yeah, like vintage Rondo, two thousand eight. Rondo's going to show up and play well. <laughs> and Demarcus Cousins oh, will go back the clock. I don't. <laughs> or did you get over it? Like, I mean, has it got? Have you got over it yet? Because I was doing okay until I came in and I started doing the show, and I was thinking. How did we not beat them? That's, and then it just kind of hits you back in the face like, what went wrong? You were up 25 points. If you lose by 30, you lose by 30. Eric, we were up by 25 in the third, and it was cut to three by the end of the third, and it was over. It was over after the third quarter. As
1: soon as they got it down into single digits. Oh, don't. I, I just knew that it was don't. over.
3: Parents, man.
1: <sighs> Dude, hearing
3: Mike bring bam! I'm gonna bang this fetcher so loud. Bang! <laughs> I swear. I had to mute the TV because I just didn't want to hear it anymore. Oh, it makes me sick. I still want to throw up. 23 pointers by the Clippers. They have scored them like 40 to 12, like midway through the fourth or at the end of the game. I don't even know what it was. Uh, 81 second and a half points. Oh. So it was 40 to 12 after one. That's great. Oh. Jeez. Uh, hey, if you want to text into the show, and if you're just joining us, welcome to the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321 to text into our Gil Mortgage text line. Again, 435-339-0321 to text into the Gil Mortgage text line. Let it all out. Vent it out about the jazz. Whatever you got, let's hear it. We've been we've been doing it for the past hour. We, we've got more you know, to vent out. We have more to listen to you from. Let's hear it. 435-339-0321. Text in, let us hear it, all your concerns, 1570. Eric, if the Blazers offered Dame for Gobert, I won't say straight across because I'm sure there would be other players involved. Would you make the trade? Uh, wow.
1: I'm a yes, but he's asking you. Oh, that's a really good question.
3: A point guard the or jazz. a big man who can't guard, the <laughs> perimeter.
1: Big man that can't guard, the perimeter. Well, it takes away a lot of your defensive identity. Oh,
3: almost everything. Yeah,
1: you'd have to just overwhelm them with points every night. But with Dame Donovan Bogey, you could. Yeah. You'd have well, that would help. that <laughs> would help. Yeah, you elevate <laughs> their favors so. to your starting center.
3: Wait, who? Derek Favors. Oh, man. No, you got to find, like, I don't know. I don't know what you do. I
1: mean, the Blazers would never do that because they already have Nurkic. Oh, dude, they'd be, yeah. Well, I don't know. And they have Ennis Cantor.
3: Yeah, but, okay, you're going to take Ennis Cantor over Rudy Gobert? No,
1: I'm just saying they already have two centers. Great, you get rid of
3: one of them to keep Rudy Gobert, though. Well, yes. Ennis, you You know what? Let's let's. Remember you know, when you were teammates with old Rudy? Yeah, remember when you hate Rudy because he was you thought he was worse than you? Well, we're gonna ship you somewhere where you hate the mountains, young man. Nine three one five. obviously your check better not bounce. To sign it as the ringmaster, so it won't, and I can't, and I can get paid as a listener. I probably could. I bet Eric pays you. Knowing his, <laughs> you knowing your text. Nine nine four eight. Quinn Snyder is the biggest reason. The Jazz lost this series. If you were to tell me that Tyrone Liu would outcoach Snyder this series, I would think you were high. Snyder got outcoached flat out. He doesn't make any adjustments. Horribly coached series. Can't really argue with it's that. It's hard right? to argue
1: against that. Look, I I defended Quinn. I stood up for the Jazz, and, uh, and I thought, okay, Game Six, here it is. It's Mike Connolly's there. It's going to fix rotations. It's going to help space the floor. It's going to make a big difference for who this Jazz team is having Mike Connolly there. Even if he doesn't score a lot or or do a ton, just having him in the lineup and available is going to help a, a lot. Well, through the first two quarters, it looked, yeah, it's like, absolutely, here it is. This is what this Jazz team is. This is what they should be doing. But the second half, the, he just flat out got out coached. <clears throat> he just could not make adjustments. And how, look, the third quarter has been the worst quarter for Utah in that it had been for the previous four games. Like They knew that the onslaught would be coming. They knew the adjustments would be coming because that's what they've done. Speak- they step it up defensively, take away the Jazz passing lanes, get up in them physically, and uh, and meanwhile, they run the same play over and over again, and the Jazz still can't get it
3: stopped. Uh Media locker cleanout day was the following day on Saturday. And here is what Quinn said on what could have changed in the series or what he could have changed in the series. And he says, quote, There are certain things over the course of the season that you try to anticipate. There were a lot of things that we tried to do in timeouts, going to zone, changing matchups. We'll look at it again because we weren't able to get it done. End quote. It's great. Um, in regards of his comments uh, on the players and, and uh, them losing... Uh, game six in the series and ending their their season, quote, my heart really goes out to them knowing the work they put in was substantial. It's difficult to see the season end on the note that it did. I feel lucky and blessed to have coached a group of men of this character, end quote.
1: Uh, Some comments. This is right after the game. This was Friday night. This is from Donovan Mitchell. Two comments from him specifically. Um, reason why they lost the series, and the reason for the loss. (laughs) Kind of sounds similar, but here's what Donovan Mitchell had to say Friday night. Turned the ball
2: over a lot. You know, we we just didn't execute defensively. We didn't get back. Letting guys do
1: whatever they want. Didn't get back defensively, let guys do whatever they wanted. Didn't have the urgency. And then one more about the, the reason they lost the series.
2: I think for us, we just didn't execute it on the floor, and that's on us. Um, ain't on anybody else, but the guys on the floor. Um, and, you know, we were we, we were in positions to win a lot of these games. I felt like that uh, we just didn't.
1: And then one last one from Donovan. Just not ready for this uh, to be done. I'm still not mentally
2: ready for this to be over. I worked so damn hard, you know, for this to for, for us to be here and for it to happen like this. I think for me is for all of us is devastating.
3: Did you see, when before the press conference started, he's looking at the stat sheet, and he looks at his uh, PR gal, and he's looking at Ter- Terrence Mann's stat line, and he goes, he only missed six shots? He only missed six shots. Like, he's looking at somebody, and he's just wide-eyed. And you just see him, like, palm to the face, shaking his head, almost as, like, what in the world happened? That's going to make you throw up. Like, when you look at that. Um, Rudy Gobert on Locker Cleanout Day on the Jazz, with the Jazz need defensively. <laughs> Listen to this, Eric. Quote: It takes a team effort. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Quote: It takes a team effort. It takes five guys to defend. Everyone on their team raised their level, and it was hard for us to guard them defensively. They were doing a better job than we did with the weapons they had. The problem is, is if I don't come and help, we give up layups. The game plan was for us to let Terrence Mann shoot rather than let Reggie Jackson or PG get layups. We tried to adjust with full rotations. They played perfectly on almost every possession, and I couldn't be in two places at once. "End quote." It's not wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see here nine three one five. How about we find a way to get Chris Paul? He should turn the defense around for the Suns. He's helped them. <laughs> uh, if Chris Paul is a uh, free agent. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, Dude, he's gonna he has make a some player cash. Option. Yeah, he's gonna make some cash. Three one seven zero. It seemed like the Clippers used the first two games in the series to test the jazz lineup for weaknesses. See, we were making fun of like Lou, like, oh man, he's used like thirty eight different lineups, man. Doesn't he know he's gonna start tomorrow? And then come game four, five and six, guess what? Those guys who were playing lots of minutes were also contributing great minutes. It's funny how that works. Six, seven, eight, nine, after two games, I thought Ty Lou was a bad coach. After a few more, I realized Ty Lue was being Bill Belichick. Treating the first couple of games like preseason, just learning, taking notes, Ty Lue was coaching a series, and Quinn seemed like he was coaching games, regular season games, to be specific. Mm. Good take. What do you do with Quinn, man? I mean, I mean <laughs> number one team in the league, and they get ousted by the Clippers, the four seed, in the second round. I think there's a hot seat. I know people have said it, and I still think it's true. His seat's warm. He better get something fixed, and fix it dang quickly. And he's had the roster to do it.
1: He, he does, but it's still a young roster. It's not like an old veteran roster that has to win now. But it has the talent to win now. Um, but, yeah, I think the pressure's going to be increasing on Quinn. I don't think it's an, an avalanche of... of uh, heat and criticism upon him that got to get it figured out or else. But I think it's it's rising. Now he's he's taken the Jazz to playoffs a number of times now, but has had uh, some favorable opportunities to get the Jazz deeper and hasn't been able to do it. Two straight years where he had a series advantage and uh, let it slip away.
3: Uh, that's what makes me sick. That makes me sick, man. You lost you lost three straight games to the Nuggets to end your season, and you lost four straight four straight games to the Clippers. And that was almost unthinkable. Like, okay, we lost game one. Okay, we lost game two. No big deal. We're back at home. Lost the next game. Lost, and then finished out losing game six.
1: It's just, that's unreal. 9948 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Not only did the Jazz lose to the Clippers, they lost to the Clippers with no Kawhi. Yep.
3: Yep. Yeah. Just, it's hard to swallow, man. It really is hard to swallow.
1: So, uh, let me ask you just one one more time. Like, where where do the Jazz go from here? Yeah. D- minor tweaks to the lineup? Uh, no. There's is it be... just a player or two away? No. We said that every year. We said that for the last three years. But the
3: last three years, they've gotten better every year. Okay, but they, like, I mean, last three years we've heard, hey, it's an NBA title contending team. And they're not. Have we? Oh, yeah, dude. That's been all over the place. Before like, the season Mike this year, Conley you thought this team would bogey. be only a 7 seed. Oh, dude. Yeah, I did. Absolutely, I did. So don't tell me you Ab- thought no, this Jazz absolutely. was a title contending I thought that. team. I'm saying everybody else. You did. I yeah. thought they'd be a top three team. Yeah, you're saying an NBA title contending team. Yes, I did. And they're not. They lost in the second round to the Clippers. So they're not a title contending team. <laughs> or else they'd be in the Western Conference Finals. Um... They, they, Eric. They need changes. We, we got to find a point guard who's gonna be able to play at least sixty games of the season. We got to find uh, a three and D guy. We got to find a bench that can score except for, I mean, with besides one player. I hate to say this, but Eric, Joe Ingles needs to go. It's time for Joe to go. Why? It's. What he was nearly the sixth man of the year. Oh, my gosh. What does he You don't do- give
1: the sixth man of the year award or runner-up to just a scrub who doesn't do anything. Eric, what did he his do value, in the playoffs? Oh, value? What was his value? Look, what he does with initiating offense, scoring, and defense. Scoring? It's very did undervalued. You say scoring?
3: <laughs> what did he average in the playoffs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he just said scoring for Joe Ingles. Look. Uh, is he a great facilitator? I guess. I mean, he throws lobs up to a seven foot one guy for an alley oop dunk. Cool, not bad.
1: But just <laughs> okay. In his last ten games, well, I guess uh, yeah, in his last ten games, Joe Ingles averaged eleven point two points. In the postseason, Joe averaged ten
3: point two points in twenty seven minutes. Three boards, three and a half assists. Not bad. Yeah, His, for a uh, bench guy, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not no, bad. But he was starting. Part of Eric, it was a starter. He was starting, though. Because of an injury. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. Three, seven, eight, nine. Or, excuse me, six, seven, eight, nine. We clearly have exploitable holes. You lose three in a row to, out, to get Alston, then four in a row the next season. That means there's been a code to crack. Jazz can be figured out. To get a championship, don't you think we need to have a passable solution to everything that could be thrown at us? And I, I thought we had that solution until we got to the Clippers and found out we weren't.
1: Uh, five four six five. I know we have to talk about the end of the season on the show, but this show has just been so depressing. I, right, you know what? And we are really sorry,
3: five four six five. But we have to do it. We are here for you. All right, you know what? We're gonna have the end of the season show, which we should, and then we've. You know, we move on. We, we we talk about the future and how it's going to be next year. Eric, nine nine four eight. I think this season was the only chance for the Jazz championship here in ten years. Mitchell looked back and realized that was his only chance.
1: I don't know about that.
3: I do, dude. The Western Conference is going to get better,
1: and it, it, the Jazz. It's will always not. been tough, and the Jazz will not get better. Why? Why are we resigned to feeling like that? Why would you not, Eric? Why can't we be optimistic? Like we're gonna oh lose my ownership? gosh, we're still playing we'll this. We'll make optimistic some right. We'll role. make some moves.
3: You just lost four in a row to the Sixers to get beat out of the series in the second round one year after losing three in a row having a 3-1 lead against the Nuggets. Two years Optimistic? the team was
1: aggressive in making moves and eventually they were the number one team in the NBA.
3: Cool, but you lost in the second round to the play- in the playoffs, man. No one cares about the regular I'm not, season.
1: I'm not ignoring that fact that you, they you lost are, in the though. second round. I'm pointing to the fact that they made roster moves to, get the, to become the number one team in the NBA. They're so close, just make it a, a player or two away. Uh, we hear this, every, no, year. Let's, let's we hear this every year. But no, let's throw a stick of dynamite at it.
3: Dude, you say this every let's year. Let's do scorched We turf, are one or two players strip away. Strip it down to Here's nothing. Bogey. We're one or two players away. And then Here's pray. Conley. We're one or two players away. We're just over and over and over. It's the same story, man. It's one or two players away, and then we're a first or second round Look, exit.
1: Three, four Come years on. ago, it was two or three players away. Five years Come ago, on. it was six or seven players away. It is a different story today than it was back then.
3: See, and seven eight five four is so spot on. I love this. The problem is, is this team was designed to be a regular season champion, not a playoff championship team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Six. Well, it, it had a lot of shades of that Atlanta Hawks team from what two thousand fifteen. Great regular season team, <laughs> but then fell apart. Hold you post- was
3: coming. Season. Six, 8 three four the jazz need to upgrade on Royce O'Neill I like Royce he's a very solid player but if you want to cha- if you win a champion or excuse me if you want to win a championship you can't start a bench player they need someone else who can create plays on offense I would agree now, I would agree with 3D guy well. as you like to say four three four, 8 no not Ingles. Ingles must stay Ingles is the heart of this team it isn't like we're paying him a ton anyway. Get rid of Conley and find a point guard that can fill his place. Conley is old, and we can get another player for the same price that plays a much higher quality basketball game. And also, if we don't win a championship in the next three to four years, Mitchell is gone anyway. Well, Mitchell's assigned for six years, so he's kind of locked in right now.
1: Yeah. He ain't going he's anywhere not, for he's a not bit. going anywhere.
3: Okay, Eric, I do got to ask you. And, and by the way, 4 3 I love that you love Ingles. I do too. I adore Ingles. But he's too slow defensively. He looks like he's lost a lot of step in his game.
1: It's time for Ingles to go. Joe Ingles next year uh, will earn just under $12.5 million, and he does have an expiring contract.
3: Eric, you talked about that at the end of the uh, first hour that the Jazz or the Utah, and maybe the Utah Jazz, is an attractive place for, Um, how did you say, did you say like high-profile players or just I mean, for attractive. free
1: agents. And I didn't say high profile. Yeah, but I yeah. Think no, it's I, that's why I was perception is is Make elevated. sure I heard right. My yeah. point was that the perception is elevated yeah. about the Utah Jazz.
3: Um, I don't know. I don't think it is. I think people look at the issues that we've had with racism and say, "Dude, I don't want to go play there." Um, you know, we've we've got new management. That's great. Dwayne Wade being here is nice. And, but, we again, we can't get out of the second round. Um, I, 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 They had all the pieces they could possibly put together to be a title-contending team, quote-unquote, and they lost in the second round. And you'll have other teams who might be built to be a true title-contending team, and that'll look a lot more attractive. Bench player starter. I, don't know, I, I just think there's too many issues here that it's, it's not an attractive place like... We, we, we hope it would be, or we want it to be.
1: Okay, so let me let me identify why I, to defend my position. Please, yes, absolutely. And why absolutely. I think Utah is. Absolutely. A, a, well, I'm going to say it has been elevated as a destination for free agents. Now, is it going to be on the level of the Los Angeles Clippers and the LA Lakers? I'm not going to drink, I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid. But it is elevated recently for a number of reasons. First and foremost, a young star, Donovan Mitchell. And you've got somebody as a rim protector in Rudy Gobert who can help do some of the dirty work on defense if that's not totally what you're interested in, though the Jazz want you to still play defense. I think the third thing is there's new ownership, there's new excitement, there's new young energy, and part of that ownership is Dwayne Wade, highly respected former player, Hall of Famer, and he's clearly involved in what's going on with the future of the Utah Jazz. And I think the fourth thing is what this new ownership is doing and how it's giving back to the community and helping elevate uh, certain populations that historically don't have the same advantages of others. So I think that free agents out there may be taking a second look at Utah as, maybe that is a place where I can go. These guys are having success. That's a that's a great franchise. The number one team in the NBA. They're regularly in the playoffs. I could go there and help make a difference. I'm not I'm not ignoring the fact that yes, there have been some issues with fans in the stands on a few occasions. That's still a problem. And there is a reputation about Utah out there, Morris. Saying I don't, my why would my family want to come to Utah to watch my game? And that's fine, I get that, and that's probably never going to change. To a certain degree, of people, the nightlife isn't the same as if you're in Atlanta, and if that's what motivates you about where you decide to play for the Jazz organization, they're probably okay that you don't choose Utah. But there are a lot of other reasons why I think that the, the perception of Utah has been elevated as a destination for available free agents. Now is it going to be a premier destination? No. Are the top level free agents going to look at um, Utah is going to be number one on my list? Probably not. But I don't know that's what the Utah Jazz are chasing after either. I think they do need to go get some help for Donovan. I think they do need another star. They have good players, but they don't have another star. Mike Conley was an all-star, but he's not a star. And I think if the Jazz are going to be a title-contending team, they do need another star. Because we've seen historically teams that win NBA championships have at least three stars, or the two stars that they do have are supernova superstars. And Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are not supernova superstars, at least not yet.
3: Interesting. (laughs) Interesting.
1: Okay, a lot of texts have come through. 7-8-5-4. Um, seven, eight, five, four. We would run into the same problem losing Ingles as we did when we lost Crowder. <clears throat> Some players, not all, have to be a heart and soul type of player. That's what Ingles provides. I totally agree with that. I could see that. He is I the, can agree to that. He is the the dude in the locker room. He provides that toughness and attitude on the court. You gotta find somebody else that will do that if you're gonna get rid of Joe. Uh six, eight, three, four. Um, Jazz need to upgrade on Royce O'Neal. Let's see. I guess we did this. They need someone who start and create plays PPL3. Three. PPL3. Three. Secret yeah. code. I guess. To me. I don't um, know what it means. 9315 <laughs> on our Guild Mortgage text line. Whoever thought the Suns would be in the Western Conference Finals, what did they do to make a conference championship team? They got Chris Paul. They spent cash on Torrey Craig.
3: Dude, they paid cash. For Tory Craig, cash. Tory Craig was cheap, though. Yeah, but they still paid for it. They still—I mean—they were—they were aggressive. They made moves.
1: They did what they needed to do to make the team be a contending team. Well, and they developed outside of Chris Paul. Most of that team is is homegrown. A new coaching staff that's kind of turned some things around, and. Uh, and a young superstar in Devin Booker, but the big difference is the uh, the, the confidence and role that uh, Chris Paul has played in that locker room has been incredible.
3: One five seven zero. I think the Jazz should play Doke more next year. and Maybe let favors go. I'd like to see Yazabuki get some minutes. I want to see what he's made of. Yeah, me too. And I think they
1: would have, but he got injured.
3: Yeah. Uh, four three four eight. Uh, let's see. We'll start here. Uh, the Jazz are in a bad spot. Donovan is amazing, but can't carry it on his own. Conley is old. Uh, won't get better next year. Rudy is just, isn't just a force or just isn't a force on offense. His defense can be game changing, but he's a liability on the offensive side and on the defensive side of the ball when teams play small ball, maybe Rudy Gobert for Ben Simmons. I think Quinn Snyder could get something out of Ben that his current coach cannot.
1: Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah.
3: And he says, let's be honest about Mike Conley's all-star status. It was more of a gimme than a first option. He got it because
1: of the body of his work over his career. Uh, I'll agree to that. I do not agree with that. I do. Uh, He was the number one plus minus guy in the NBA at that point. There was a whole feel sorry for Mike because he didn't get it. Well, there was uh, certainly an emotional part of it. And he was a fill-in guy because somebody else got hurt. But he was a a legit guy that needed to be considered for the all-star team.
3: Uh, 9995, nine, I'm sorry to say it, boys, but I told you so. Bright lights are hard to manage. Hey, you did. I said it too. 9938, find a better point guard than Mike Conley. I would absolutely agree. Give okay, me someone okay. who's going to be healthy and available. Here
1: are the available free agent point oh, guards. Oh, I'm excited. Yes, I want to hear you. this. Actually, we got to take a timeout. Okay, we do that on the other side? I want to hear this. The point guards who are <clears throat> free agents. <clears throat> What is the free agent market for Utah if they can't re-sign Mike Connolly or decide not to re-sign Mike Connolly? What other options are out there? We'll look through the list coming up next in the Full Court Press.
2: They say diamonds are a girl's
1: best friend, particularly when she's thinking of marriage. When it comes to this important decision, visit Essie Needham Jewelers and historic downtown Logan. We have been the part of thousands of happy engagements. You'll enjoy our vast selection of beautiful and unique engagement rings. You'll also enjoy our relaxed
0: and elegant environment. You'll not be hurried, and you'll feel no pressure as you have fun looking for the perfect ring. Where Utah gets engaged, Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock.
5: This is Rod Hammer, Cache County Fire Chief, asking for your help. Due to current and forecasted weather conditions coupled with the record dry vegetation and extreme fire dangers throughout Utah, the state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, pursuant to state law, the following acts are prohibited until rescinded by the Utah State Forester. No open fires of any kind except within established facilities, in improved campgrounds, or day use areas on public lands, or in permanently constructed fire pits at permanent private dwellings served by pressurized running water. No smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No cutting, welding, or grinding metal in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrester. This order affects all state lands and all unincorporated private lands within the state of Utah. Violations of this order could be punishable by up to six months in jail and a fine of up to $1,000.
1: Oh, McDarrell has a farm,
5: an appliance farm.
1: This is Jay from Darrell's Appliance. Why buy from Darrell's? When you shop at Darrell's, you are buying from a local company that has been serving Cash Valley for over 50 years. Your purchase will be backed by a team that knows what it's doing. Come feel the Darrell's difference. Darrell's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. See
5: Darrell's Appliance in beautiful downtown
4: Benson. Career decisions after graduation are tough. If you're looking to help yourself or someone you know, then look into the Air National Guard. We have full-time benefits, part-time service, money for college, on-the-job training, resume boosting skills, unparalleled experiences, over 200 awesome career paths, and bases all over the nation with the freedom to choose where you serve. The Air National Guard is the smart choice for your career and your life. Take the first step to success at goang.com or
0: call 1 800 T O G O A N G. Talking the sports you care about, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court
1: Press. If you want to chime in. We'd love to hear from you on the Guild Mortgage text line, uh, 435-339-0321-9938. Find a better point guard than Mike Connolly. I should say they can't find one. Okay, so let's look at who might be available, at least on the free agent market. Now, Jazz may choose to make some trades to find the point guard that they need. Usually, that's how the Jazz have had to do things, because the better free agents. Outside of Boyan Bogdanovich, he's probably the highest profile free agent the Jazz have had. In yeah. Maybe since Carlos Boozer. <laughs> um, but uh, available free agent point guards. Now Chris Paul will be a point guard next year. I'm sure Phoenix will try to keep him. He does have a player option. He's currently making $39.9 million. Uh, Mike Connolly becomes a point guard. Uh, Kyle Lowry at Toronto. He's an unrestricted free agent but does have bird rights. Uh, Goran Dragic from Miami. Uh, there's a club option on him. He's making about 18 million this year. Dennis Schroder with the Lakers. Unrestricted free agent, has bird rights, making about 17 and a half. Patty Mills. Spencer Dinwiddie. Lonzo Ball. Ish Smith. Avery Bradley. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Just some of the more notable names. Reggie Jackson with the Clippers. Yeah, he's
3: going to earn some money too. I think
1: he's going to make a lot of money. He's yep. only making two million, two point three million. Dude, that year. makes jeez. He's going to get a pay grade. Uh, Austin Rivers. Matthew Vadova.
3: Austin Rivers. That's right.
1: Howell Neto.
0: No.
3: That was fun while it lasted. We moved on.
1: Uh, So those are... uh, There's a couple other guys in there, but not real legitimate. Um, But So any of those names really stand out? Austin... Okay.
3: I know... (laughs) Patty Mills? (laughs) Patty would be great. Oh, my gosh. I'd love Patty. I would love Patty. 12 years in the league? Yeah. I I would take Patty happily. Lonzo ball? No. Why not? Dude, we don't need I'm not here to sit there and watch guards
1: have to improve their shooting. He has improved his shooting, actually. <laughs> he has changed how he shoots the ball. Is he better? Yes.
3: Can he facilitate? Yes. He wouldn't be able to understand Quinn's complex of offensive system, and I know Mike had troubles with it too. Lonzo would just get eaten alive. I feel like he does get eaten alive as a guard. I mean, I need a tough-minded guard. I think he's pretty tough-minded. You think so? But Dad's Levar.
1: (laughs) You have to had to have been yeah. You have to be
3: man. Um. All right, maybe. Uh, nine nine f- nine five says. Oh, and one more thing. My hatred for George Nying has grown substantially because of you, RJ. Thank you for that. That makes me very happy, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Everybody's hatred for George Nying grew substantially throughout the um, throughout the year or throughout the playoffs. Hey, uh, three eight six two. Here's the list I came up with yesterday for guards. Kyle Lowry, who I love, and he's going to get a payday somewhere. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Mike Conley, Spencer Dinwiddie, and uh, he actually declined his $12.2 million, uh
1: option with Brooklyn, but he's coming off an ACL injury. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I like that initially, but I wonder about his his health.
3: Devontae Graham, Austin Rivers still intrigues me. T.J. McConnell would be an all right guy. Bryn Forbes, Jeff Teague, no, please, no, absolutely not, no, no. <laughs> Ish Smith, not really into him. Cassius Winston, he's got a long ways to go, though. There's a lot of improvement there has got to be made there. And and knowing Quinn and just how impatient they can be when you aren't picking it up quick enough, not sure he would get uh, yanked to the bench quickly. 9463, I wonder if the Kings would be interested in a trade for De'Aaron Fox. I always liked that kid. I'd be shocked if the Kings traded De'Aaron Fox.
1: Yeah. I, just, I think they see them, see him as part of their you know, Oh, core. yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Um, what about you, Eric? Is there anything attractive that makes you say, yeah? I'd I, I, I like that guy. I think he brings it.
1: Well, there's a couple guys there on that list. Lonzo, I think you get him at a reasonable price. You're not asking him to be a star. You're asking him to be a facilitator, a, a tough, tough-nosed defender. Makes sense. Um, Ish Smith, maybe he gets forgotten behind Beal and.
3: That's true. Westbrook. I might be a little bit too hard on Ish. For an and I, yeah, no, that's a good point. Huh?
1: Demar Derozan is he on that list again? I'm sorry, I might have missed him. Now this was a list of point guards. And the other one, Patty Mills, I think would be interesting too.
3: Patty would be really good. Nine four six three. Wait, I thought we need long, athletic wings, not point
1: guards. Well, right now you're going to probably need both because I think Mike Conley's gone. Uh, Demar Derozan is going to be a free agent. Uh, he's listed as a shooting guard. Made uh, twenty-seven point eight million dollars. last year.
3: Nine four seven five says, "What about the Jazz trying to go and trade for Jeremy Grant? Gives you a two-way player." And he can be our big and a small ball if needed. I, I became a huge fan of Jeremy Grant. I really have, and he's gotten so much better, especially on the defensive side of the ball. As nine four seven five says, really can play well with the small ball lineups defensively, and, and great feet, good movement. I I would take
1: Jeremy Grant happily if and he's change available for Royce, because Detroit really likes him. I know they gave him an opportunity to be a starter. I know
3: and a star, but it's Detroit, dude. Everything about Detroit sucks. (laughs) Their nachos are cold. Like, like, and with the nachos, like you know how they some people put like the jalapenos on the nachos, they put dill pickles. They just suck. Detroit's bad in every way. Move to Utah and you'll love it. Nine nine three eight. The only improvement Jazz need is players eight through thirteen. Look at the Bucks; they have been top in the East for years. They struggled for years in the playoffs. They kept their core, and now it's paid off. Good example for the Jazz to follow.
1: I agree that the bench needs to be doing more for Utah. Yeah. They, that's how they got exposed against the Clippers. Sure is. They had more options to go to. Ty Lue was able to use a lot of different lineups to figure out what worked best. Quinn had six guys that he knew he could rely on. Six. <laughs> and Ty had nine or ten guys. Is that, that on is,
3: But is that on Quinn, though, Eric?
1: He only yeah. had six. I mean, You're not developing your give, younger
3: guys. Yeah, let him You're develop. You're not including them in regular rotations. Hey, speaking of Quinn, do you feel like we should be getting on Dennis Lindsay a little bit more for the signings of Matt Thomas and Illa Silva when they weren't even used?
1: I don't mind the Matt Thomas deal.
3: But he wasn't even
1: used. You gave up a future second-round pick for somebody that you already know what they are and what they can do rather than using a second-round pick and trying to develop them into something. The Matt Thomas thing was not for now. What bothered me was the Ilyasova thing. You had an opportunity to help now, and you went and got that guy that really only helped you in one game legitimately. Yeah. That's what surprised me.
3: I would agree. Um.
1: The, the Matt Thomas it was a, it was a move for the future, because like when Joe Ingles is going to retire or be traded away at some point, Matt Thomas is probably the next most likely guy in the roster to elevate into that rotation opportunity. Yeah, that's a good point. He's like a Matt Corver.
3: He's like a Matt. Wait,
1: Kyle Corver? Kyle Corver. Sorry, I was
3: gonna say, I was like, <laughs> Matt, who's Matt Corver?
1: <laughs> Kyle's brother.
3: Yeah, uh, I would say.
1: Uh-huh. But the thing Man, is, Matt we're Thomas talking about roster things. It, I, I think the Jazz need a more legitimate backup point guard. In whether that's if they see that in Trent Forrest, he started to show improvement of that over the last couple of weeks of the regular season. If he's going to be that guy, make him more of the rotation. Yeah, I agree. And I think they yeah. need a better wing defender. It can't all be on Royce.
3: Do you start Royce anymore? If you find a better wing defender, do you start Royce?
1: If you have a better wing defender, no.
3: And if he's just the same off as offensively? Or maybe worse offensively, but better defensively?
1: <laughs> it's hard to get worse than Royce offensively.
3: Yeah, that's, all of his that's energy not is... Bad.
1: Not that he's a bad offensive guy and can't shoot. It's just that his energy is all-focused defensively. Dude,
3: they were leaving him open. They were like... Shoot it. We don't care. Get the board. It's like when you're playing pickup ball and the guy, is, as soon as he shoots it, you go board. That's what they were doing to Royce. <laughs> oh, man. We were up twenty five and couldn't score. Like, and these whole drought things are just bull crap. Like going into these long droughts and allowing these teams to go on seventeen to two runs or whatever it is. It's got to
1: stop. It's got to be better. Yep. Uh, okay, let's move past Utah Jazz. Now we look at the rest of the teams that are available in the conference finals. What has surprised you most about who's in the Western Conference finals and who's in the Eastern Conference finals? Okay. Um. The way the
3: we talked about it earlier, but the way the – Hawks beat the Sixers, and to see the Sixers melt down like that was so fulfilling, so relaxing, and so hilarious that you totally forgot. Uh, that you totally forgot that the uh, the Jazz had lost Game Six. <laughs> like seriously, like watching the Sixers blow that was so hilarious. I was like, huh. I feel great right now. (laughs) I feel wonderful.
1: Uh, I'm similarly surprised that the Hawks are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, They are are playing on house money. They're playing loose and happy, and they're just out having fun. Um, Herter, I think, came up huge. Trey Young was having an off night. But they had another scoring option, especially Bogdan Bogdanovich. His knee is bothering him. Um, so, and, and then just also how the Bucs were able to come back after yeah. everybody had written off Milwaukee. Yep. They made their adjustments and came back. I mean, that game seven was incredible, Saturday night. Oh, it was so
3: good. Dude, Durant
1: was that close from winning. I <laughs> know, big toe. Oh, big
3: toe. That's, that's got to make you sick. Just on the line. Okay, so predictions, Eric. Suns, Clippers. Who do you got? How many games? Um, I've got this. I'm gonna go with the Suns in six. I'm gonna go Suns in five. If, I don't know how long Kawhi Leonard's out, and Morris is questionable now. I got Suns in five. Uh, okay, Brooklyn or not Brooklyn? Excuse me, Atlanta. Wow, Atlanta, Milwaukee. Holy crap, Atlanta, Milwaukee, dude.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go Milwaukee in six. I'm gonna go
3: Milwaukee in six as well.
1: I think Atlanta. I think Trae puts up a fight. Still.
3: Yeah, I think Milwaukee puts up, or uh, Atlanta puts up a fight, but in the end, Milwaukee's Milwaukee. They take over. Oh, ca- uh, dude, like if you're the NBA, I mean, I know we talked about it, but you had like Ben Simmons and Embiid and the Sixers. You had Durant, Harden, and Irving of the Nets. You had the Clippers and the Lakers finals. Phoenix and Milwaukee. Oh, <laughs> that's got to just make you want to
1: throw up for the NBA. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it plays out with the ratings. Uh, coming up next here in the full court press, um, some a big decision that could affect the future of college athletics. The Supreme Court has weighed in on compensating players. Uh, it is such a mishmash of what's being thrown out there with name, image, likeness, and compensating players. Now the Supreme Court has weighed in, and it was—I don't know—you could be any more definitive than they were. We'll talk about that and how it could affect. A place like Utah State, coming up next on the Full Court Press.
4: This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explained to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those
3: they love. Thank you.
4: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the US Department of Health and Human Services.
5: This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed in a box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At My Mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10-plus years. The best value is at My Mattress. Isn't it time
4: to sleep exceptionally? Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. Third Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to
0: Indeed.com and search Third Gen Machine. Trust me, Third Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. If you want to continue to chime in, always love to hear from you on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Uh, 9315 texts in. Uh, Sorry to jump topics, but when is Mountain West Media Days? That's fine, actually. We are transitioning to college sports. Uh, Mountain West Media Days coming up next month, July 21st and 22nd in Las Vegas. They will be in person. There will be players and coaches there. We're going to have somebody there uh, representing us, uh, Craig Hislop, our good friend and uh, veteran of what's going on here with the Aggies. will be there and uh, getting all the audio and talking to the players and the coaches, and we will have that on the fan uh, same day as best we can and bring that to you. Uh, other note of uh, importance with uh, going on the college athletics, Supreme Court today unanimously sides with former college players In a dispute about compensation, it was nine to zero, and they uh, they say that there should be an incremental increase in how college athletes can be compensated. It opens the door for more legal challenges. Basically, in their response, they're basically saying, "Look, we should. You guys aren't throwing enough at this. Former players, current players, you should be able to ask for more." Uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was pretty scathing in his, in his response. Uh, one of the things he said, the NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. Uh, we, we have 19 different states that have already passed laws in the last few years that would allow some kind of endorsements, uh, allow players to make money off of their image and their likeness. Um, Congress is debating about a half-dozen bills about reforming the NCAA. Uh, Here's NCAA President Mark Emmert in a statement today. Even though the the decision does not directly address name, image, and likeness, the NCAA remains committed to supporting NIL benefits for student-athletes. Additionally, we remain committed to working with Congress to chart a path forward, which is a point the Supreme Court expressly stated in its ruling. Uh, One other thing from uh, Justice Kavanaugh, he said, all of the restaurants in a region cannot come together to cut cooks' wages on the theory that customers prefer to eat food from low-paid cooks. Law firms cannot conspire to cabin lawyers' salaries in the name of providing legal services out of a love of the law. Hospitals cannot agree to cap nurses' income in order to create a purer form of helping the sick. News organizations cannot join forces to to curtail pay to reporters to preserve a, quote, tradition of public-minded journalism. Movie studios cannot collude to slash benefits to camera crews to kindle a, quote, spirit of amateurism in Hollywood. Price-fixing labor is price-fixing labor, close quote. (laughs) Pretty strong words.
3: Look, Eric, the most important question that needs to be asked is when do we get EA Sports College football? (laughs) That's all I care about.
1: Well, this is such a hot mess that the NCAA has been asleep at the wheel. We've talked about this so much. Oh, yeah. They continue to fight this. Uh, Rather than being um, content with an appellate court ruling, they pushed for it all the way up to the Supreme Court, got their butts handed to them. This was a blowout. If you're talking about using it as sports analogy, this was a (coughs) shutout and a blowout. Yep, absolutely. They've been sent to their corner, and it continues to have commissioners looking at, what do we do? There are state laws that are different everywhere else, and the NCAA is still unsettled on what's going to happen. Some of these laws, they start July 1st. (laughs) Look, like ten days away. <laughs> That's the best part, actually. <laughs> and these commissioners are coming together like in our own conferences, there are different rules with these different schools. And it is just it's so messed up. And so they're like, Look, we don't really know what we're gonna do, just uh, you know, trying to be good. <laughs> it's such a mess. Look. I have resigned myself to the fact. I used to push back on this. So I will admit that that the scholarship that a player got, the first for free tuition that uh, uh, the the athletes uh, board like his, the the his room and everything was taken care of, his living conditions were taken care of. Tuition was taken care of. They even changed it to give support for living expenses. Uh, that is some form of compensation. But when we look at the broader scope of college athletics, we have institutions and private companies that feed off of these institutions that are literally making millions and millions and some even billions of dollars on the backs of these these young people that are not getting the same level of compensation equal to what they're putting into it. Uh, there needs to be a change there needs to be a change i would agree so how does that affect a school like utah state oh boy uh yeah mm. does it create a schism I, I, finally uh, where there's a separation where look there we know there's a difference between the haves and the have nots already but does this create a formal divide
3: <laughs> the the problem becomes now how do you make it even right between men's and women's as well like there is a Title IX inclusion into this conversation that needs to be thought about. So you got to make sure that the women uh, of the you know the sport are getting paid something respectful to what the men are getting paid as well. Or else we're gonna have another issue on our hand.
1: Yeah, but if it's about endorsements and benefiting from your name, image, and likeness, look, your star quarterback is absolutely gonna have more opportunities than the track athlete or the swimmer.
3: Oh yeah, that's, well, that's true. So there's no way to make that fair. No, I just, you, I can tell you right now, there's going to be some very upset people about it. There's going to be some very upset people. They're going to be very angry that are, uh, are going to feel like it's unfair. That's not being handled right. That it's, oh man, uh, I don't know, just so on and so forth. You're going to get some bickering from the other side, who are athletes and our coaches? but you're right. It's good to see the NCAA get it handed to them.
1: they should have I think that this is this is just going to further divide yeah and push the i've been I have refused to call them the autonomous five, but I think we're going to get to the point where they truly will become autonomous, yeah. they will become their own entity. They'll make their own rules. They have their own inclusion, and I think it's going to totally change the landscape of who belongs to what conference because of what you can pay your yeah. your athletes. Because if an athlete's considering one school over another, and both look like they could have a successful program, and both I could fit into both and be a, a, an important part to that, but if this other school has a better compensation program because they have a a better population base and marketing plan to get you in there and make extra money off of your name, image, and likeness. There's no question which school I'm going to take.
3: I would agree. Hey, we
1: have our pick six results. Ooh, we do in a minute. We'll go through these real fast. Go. Uh, Paul George points in game six. The line was set at 25 and a half. You went over, I went under.
3: I don't feel good about that. That's
1: one for you. Uh, Missed free throws by Ben Simmons. It was set at 9.5. He only missed two. I took the under. You took the over. Uh, Jordan Clarkson shot attempts. It was set at (laughs) 22.5. He he had 16 shot attempts. We both took the under on that one. So we're both tied at 2-2. Ben Simmons made free throws in game six. The line was set at 4.5. He only made two. I took the under. You took the over. Uh, England over Scotland in Euro 2020. Uh, England by a point and a half. It actually a zero, 0-0 zero draw. Huh. I took the under. You took the over. And then Utah Jazz at the Clippers game six. Jazz by two and a half. You took the under. Clippers actually won. So you got that one. So it turns out I had four right. You had three right. So sorry, Ajay. It was close. It was close no, as dude, it's been shut a long up. time. No,
3: a loss is a loss. Shut it.
1: I feel bad. No, you
3: don't. I feel bad for you. I still owe you for last week, too. Did you know